0: So I said, "Okay," and I said, "Captain, guess what? Our ship is about to explode." They loved it. It's funny. They loved it.
1: They loved it. You know, I hate
2: it when they say it, but that's a good adjustment. That yeah, is right. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
3: Welcome to episode one of season two of Shuttle Pond. We are very excited to be here at the Road Theater Company on the set of their current show. We are super grateful for their production manager, Daryl Johnson, for all of his help. Thank you, Daryl. We have a very special guest today. I'm Erica LaRose, and now for our hosts, Connor Trainier and Dominic Keating. Hi
2: guys! Hey, nice Erica. To nice, nice to, to see, see you. Sweetheart. Welcome Likewise. back. Thank you very much. They let me back in the country. <laughs> <laughs> Took a while.
3: Yeah, it was oh. go. <laughs> that's why we weren't here. <laughs>
2: it's a long, hot summer. Yeah, we had uh... the governor do a letter. <laughs> what, uh, what did you do for the summer, hun?
4: Uh, I did a bit of traveling. Um, and uh, I, I didn't mean the other hun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, you were look. But you all do. He's looking right at me. Well, thanks. Sir.
2: Oh, my goodness. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> Let's go with Hun number one. Hun uh, uh, number okay. one. <laughs> what did you do for the summer, sweetheart? Hun,
3: hun number one. And that's you, love. <laughs> oh, what did I do? I saw you guys only once. I know um, you, you went
2: island hopping forever. I,
3: I went to... Uh, yes, I went to Mexico.
2: And the Bahamas.
3: And then I went to the Bahamas for a wedding. Tough
2: life. They're paying you too much. Now, <laughs> yeah. <honestly.
3: laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. I spent some time by Venice Beach, which Lovely.
2: I love. so you got a place down there? Yeah,
3: yeah. And, and you
2: hung number two? Well, <laughs> I did a bit of
4: traveling myself and. Um, Oh, well, recently I had a colonoscopy, so that was fun.
2: Oh. Yeah. Did, did you film it? It's all the rage these days.
4: Well, they do that to standard. You can buy the VHS tape if you want, or get like a link <laughs> that you can share with people. Uh, so it's going to be a Christmas gift. To was all it you of. and Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> yeah, we were holding hands during the whole thing.
2: <laughs> a, long, a long walk up memory lane. <laughs> How'd it go? Do you remember that steak?
4: <laughs> Where'd the Hot Wheels car come from? Uh. <laughs>
2: I went to Amsterdam. Oh, that's right. I had, oh, a, I had right. almost a month. and you know I was there for Pride? After two years, they hadn't had Pride in Amsterdam. Must I Must have gone it, off. I nearly came out, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> it was this that's close. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a very fun place to be. And uh, I hadn't been back. I went back to England for five days. And uh, they were right just coming at the end of that uh, huge hot summer. Anyway, um, this week, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Treks and Trekkers, We are so, so very honoured, excited, over the moon. Um, This is the first guest kind of away from our show. Yeah. And we have gone back in time. Well, forward in time from our show. This could get complicated. I go. I'm I'm with (laughs) you. Are you feeling it? Uh, This is a big fish marquee name, and I'm really honoured to introduce to you all my mate, Walter Koenig. God bless you, Walter. Yeah, it's an honor, Hello, man. Hello, pal. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for coming. Okay. <laughs> so happy to be here. I tell you, mate, that's going to take a lot of people's breath away that we have gone back to the source, and uh, it really is such a delight that you've said you come and do this with us. And um, you're looking terrific, mate. By the way. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah, good. yeah. Because yeah. I know you're getting up there. Eighty-six. Shut the really? door, really. Yeah that's uh I mean swear to God I, I I usually get to say to people like that yeah I've got socks older than but no, no I really no, don't no. <laughs> uh 86 man how are you feeling you look limp- great
0: well I feel I feel pretty good I feel pretty good I uh, I, I think I have a sciatica
2: yeah you know it's a,
0: it's an inherited disease my my father had it a, yeah. a condition not a disease but a condition and I remember that you know when I was Ten and twelve, and he was always complaining about it.
2: And we don't listen when we're young. My no. mom talked about her arthritis in her hands, and You're like wah, 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 wah. I got it now. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, we don't listen when we're young. Is it? Is it? Is it very painful? And uh, it's not. Does it's, it flare? It doesn't. It's not painful when I sit or when I lie down, or even when I
0: walk around the house. I have a dog, and uh, unfortunately, I'm about.
2: Uh, He's older than you, isn't he? In dog years. In dog years, yeah, yeah
0: probably. Um, yeah. Uh, a, um, we've had him. He's a standard poodle, and we've had him for eight years. He's a, uh, you know, a uh, dog that we. Uh,
2: Is he a pure poodle?
0: It's or a pu- pure he's, poodle. He's not one of yeah. those
2: uh, morphed poodles. No,
0: he's a pure poodle, uh, but he's name? not. He's not that bright. It's, it's not, not poodle. Oh, no, they're, they're supposed to be very I mean, smart. You've got a dumb says, poodle. <laughs> Everybody that says are the smartest <laughs> dogs in the world. I know. That's what they say. They speak German. Yeah. They, yeah, but they they do it with a very strange accent. We'll
2: get to the accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, we're right in. Uh, what's his name?
0: His name is Quince, oh, and and he's named after a yes. character in uh, Midsummer uh, Nights, 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 Night's Dream. Midsummer Night's Dream. dream. Which, who,
2: who I played. Did you? You uh, look like you play a good. You do a good quince. I did the Peter Quince. Yeah. In the park or uh, no neighborhood,
0: neighborhood playhouse.
2: Oh. Uh, so all right. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's get let's into get it. Get into it. Well, uh, you, you, did you grow up in New York? Or you was the family originally from there?
0: No, um, my family was from uh, Lithuania, Russian, Russian Jews from Lithuania. Um, I was born in Chicago, but I grew up in New York City.
2: How old were you when they moved you from uh, as a baby or young kid from Chicago to New York? Then, well. We went from
0: Chicago to Warsaw. My father was uh, representing RCA Victor
2: in Poland or Warsaw. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Right, like Warsaw, New York. You never know in exactly. America. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, right next to Paris. <laughs> and, well, we went from Warsaw, right, Poland, to Paris, and we, we were there for about three or four months. Uh, well, I got, I got very ill. They didn't have pasteurized milk in the land of Louis Pasteur, and we had to come back to the States because there was a danger that I might expire.
2: Was this mm-hmm. – what sort of years were these then? This was oh. – 37, 38. I to say, it was around wow. the,
0: the Before it Before it all. The, oh, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: No
2: well, we went
0: through uh, – from Warsaw to Paris, we, we went by train. We went by boat from, uh, Chicago, from New York – no, from Chicago to Warsaw. We went by the uh, Queen Mary, and then we went did you? on the way back from Paris. We went by the Normandy, you know, the, wow. the, the, the great
2: ship. Uh, what, was you, what did your dad do? What did you, What's what, that? What did your father do?
0: My father was representing them. Uh, I don't know precisely what he did, but the reason why he was chosen is because he spoke about four or five languages. So he spoke... Polish and Russian and Yiddish and very good English. you know it, it was it was not bastardized or you know something you make fun of Can I, you speak? Uh, oh <laughs> no. I don't speak any
4: language.
0: <laughs> That's it. A solid
4: one. And,
0: <laughs> and, and, and Schweinhund. I saw a lot of Second World War movies did and they your, always said
2: Schweinhund. Schweinhund, yeah. Handy Hock and Schweinhund. Uh did your dad was he was he born in the States or did he come over to America as a young boy? He came over as a
0: young boy. Young they came boy. in about nineteen twelve, nineteen ten, nineteen twelve. Yeah.
2: So when did the family, as far as you know, come first from Lithuania? Was that in the eighteen hundreds? I take it. I mustn't. What a thing. Well, no. We. I think we
0: came directly from Lithuania. Mm-hmm. But my father always uh, always identified himself as being Russian. Mm-hmm. You know, being. Russian Jew.
2: Did he speak uh, with a Russian accent when he spoke English? Was that where you first heard that voice?
0: Well, that's what I say, because nobody yeah. thinks I do a very
2: credible...
1: I, I, I We were just for, talking about I, this. Uh,
2: I'll stand up for that accent you gave in, no, uh, as Pav uh, every time. You know, I, I loved it. Uh, it's a credible... Very, uh, it's, It is thick, but a lot of Russians speak with a thick Russian accent because they're <laughs> Russian. Right. You know, you know <laughs> yeah. when I was doing... And a m- lot of American actors, I'm sorry, just can't do accents, period. So yeah. I, uh, 10 out of 10 in my... I'm, I, I, I On television, I've done German. I've done
0: Swedish on Gidget. I played a Swede on Gidget. Did you really? And Jeez. I got to spank my girlfriend.
2: <laughs> 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 the, honest to
4: God, the, dude, the, you always had a girl.
2: I was going to say we were looking at episodes and yeah, you did well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of the blondes and uh, that one episode, uh, was it uh I mud or is it yeah. the, is it the apple
4: one? Well, the apple has got the girlfriend yeah, the that apple. you show them the kissing and the Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: that's right. Yeah.
0: You know, it's a, it's interesting when I was at, uh, well, when I was at, uh, in drama school. I went to the Neighborhood Playhouse in New York. That's after I graduated college. At UCLA, and then went back to uh, to New York on the on the encouragement enthusiasm of the one acting teacher I had at UCLA, who said,
2: "You know, don't be a psychologist; be an actor." Oh, so you went to read psychology at UCLA? Oh, yeah. I got right. a
0: degree in psychology. Right,
2: right. Um, Not bad for an actor, you
0: know. Yeah, a good study. But, so, so anyway, so I'm at I'm at the Neighborhood Playhouse, and we were at a party one night, and Sid Pollock. Was an assistant teacher. He was like nineteen or twenty, and and uh, he was just starting out. And I went up to him and I said, "Sid, what do you? Th- what kind of parts do you think uh, be avail- will, will be available to me?"
2: Not generous was he? <laughs> not at all.
0: Not at all. <laughs> oh my God, he he was a tipsy to begin with, and he said, "You're not commercial. You know, you're not going to get to kiss the girl." and you're going to have to be seen in some garret <laughs> somewhere in order to get a role and he really was v- vehement he says i didn't i never got the girl and you're not going to get the girl well you know it about uh, that work out, Sid? <laughs> you're right <laughs> you know it, it upset me a little bit but not nearly as much as as i would have imagined and the next day he was so apologetic he was so incredibly and, you know, it was, I'm sorry, I, I was drunk, blah, 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 blah. He tried to get me two jobs after I graduated. of oh, yes. Really? Yeah. I, 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 one was uh, an equity job. I was not equity at the time. And he was directing a play before the Mark Taper was, the Mark Taper, they, they were doing it at Schoenberg Hall at, at UCLA. Right. Mm-hmm. He tried to get me in that uh, Whitmore.
2: Oh, yes, the Whitmore.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. He was the lead. And Dabney Coleman and I would have been there from the Neighborhood Playhouse. Dabney was in my class as well. So I I couldn't get it because that's the only bloody theater probably in the entire United States where being cast in an equity production is not available if you're not a member of the union to begin with. (laughs) At the time. How perverse. (laughs) Yeah, at the time. So I didn't get that. And and then he also had me. In fact, the day after I graduated from the Neighborhood Playhouse – I mean, talk about stories that we've all lived through. All, all actors, I and mean, mm. one time or another, you know, have examples of. I get a telegram. I'm in my my avenue between my Avenue B and Avenue C apartment, and I get it to, because I don't have a phone. And I get a telegram saying the Schwartz Luskin Agency has uh, has an appointment for you today, the day after I graduate, and I go, and it's with. Um, Broadway. Frankenheim. John, Frankenheim. John Frankenheim.
2: Yeah. John Frank. All right.
0: Yeah. Wow. And they were shooting a movie in New York with uh, Shelley Winters and Burt Lancaster. And there was a part that Sid wanted me for. And I guess there was a lot of guilt on his part because he was still dealing with having said that to me, which, which I got over, you know. Sure.
2: Um, but I never let him know it.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: There you go. <laughs>
2: um, so. You know, Uh, it still hurts, Sid. (laughs) Right.
0: So it was a pool, it was the guy who was leader of the gang, and he was a pool player, and uh, his name was Big Dom. That's it. You you wonder why he was called Big Dom. Dom. Yeah, Big Dom. (laughs) So then they decided to not shoot it in New York. they were going to shoot it in L.A., and if I could come, if I could get to L.A., I I would have the part. Is that what got you out here? That's what brought me out of no, you're here. Kidding. No kidding. Yeah. No. So, um, and, and Sid said, um, call me every
2: other day and I'll tell you when you start work. So what sort of year was that then? 60? 1960. No kidding. No, 1960. I'm still not born yet. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. I love doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I've nearly got a pair of socks. <laughs> I,
0: and I was also cast in a play. And um, The play was... Um, here in LA? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and when, when I was cast in it, I said to the director, I said, you, you sure? I mean, Earl Hallman played this role in the film. Earl Holman was like 6'2". And, and they talk about this guy eating, you know, a dozen pancakes and a dozen oh. eggs for breakfast. So I call Sid, as I had been calling him every other day, as he had recommended. And, oh, gee, Walt, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not going to work out. They won't let me cast extras here. Extras? It was never supposed to be an extra. It was supposed to be a speaking role and a, and a, a relatively uh, featured st- speaking. So I, I left the house, my mother's house, that's where I was living at the time. And I left it and I was really uh, a little shook up. And I got to the theater where everybody's sitting around a table and they're reading. They all have scripts. And I said, did I get the time wrong? And then the director says to me, uh-huh. oh, God, he says, I meant to call you. I recast. Oh, my God. Oh,
2: this was a bad day.
0: This was a bad hour. <laughs> a freaking hour and a half it took me.
3: So, I, I,
0: And I was furious. And I told him I was furious. And I walked out of there and I said, well, if I survive and I still want to be an actor tomorrow, then it's destined. Then it, it has to happen. And it was. You know, I got up the next morning and said, okay, welcome to the real world. Yeah, uh, right.
2: So you're now in L.A. It's 1960. And uh, how how, su- how far away are we from you getting an au- getting an agent, getting auditions, and and the Star Trek audition coming up?
4: Yeah, are you just jobbing? Are you getting guest star spots? And
0: the first two shows I did was literally three or four lines each. One was The Untouchables, and in the same episode, though I never met him, was Robert Redford. Robert Altman directed the other three four liner that I was in called right. Combat. Okay, with Vic Morrow. Ah. Played. And I asked him if, if I could improvise a stutter. And I, you know, this is Robert Altman, who was just another, another just television director. Right? Yeah. And he says, yeah, do what you want. You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. I said, how about if I add a couple of pages?
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have some notes. Oh, <laughs> oh
2: he regretted that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll show you a stutter in a, in a French accent.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 I did that.
2: And I'm, I'm st- still obviously living the, the stutters. Since back to uh, LA, um, let's let's talk about it. let's get to some Trek. Um, so, do you remember getting that audition and who was casting and yeah. how that went? I mean, I know you must have told this story a thousand times, but I have. But there but, are people but, who have but, never heard it. So, right, and even if they have, yeah, <laughs> touche.
0: Yeah. So, um, the thing is this: when I was at the Playhouse. One of my teachers says something to me which absolutely changed my life in terms of being an actor. We were doing scenes from a play called Golden Boy. It was about a boxer who was also a violinist and had bad eyes. He had weak eyes. And I was doing the part of the kid, of the the play. I think John Garfield played it in the the movie. Yeah. And uh, my first instinct was the eyes, you know, that that's his vulnerable spot that's what I should exploit in, in my performance and so I, I never mind that the guy is a boxer and he beats the hell out of people and they get in the ring and they you know murder each other all I could see was the eyes and my teacher said to me his name was Richard Edelman he said Walter you're, you have a personal comment we all have a personal comment on life and yours is self-pity. And I said, mm. you know, it was like a blow to the solar plexus. And uh, and I thought about it for a second. I said, He's, you're right.
2: From one little hello. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, you're absolutely right. That's what I do. Okay. The point is, it was then that I realized I don't have to play sensitive roles. I don't have to be always the, the poor, poor fellow. Pressed. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. And, um, which leads us to my Star Trek audition. Because I came in knowing nothing about what was going on. Uh, The the lines were something on the order of, Kipton, the sheep is about to blow up. What are we going to do? And I read it. You still got it. (laughs) it? That's right. That's
1: right. Fuck me. I was right there.
2: Where's the girl in the little short skirt?
0: Sir, where's your girlfriend? <laughs> so, nothing. I got nothing from the five people in the room. I mean, there was dead silence. What had I done? You know, had I stepped on somebody's ashes mm. that they hadn't, that was in a vase that ah. I kicked over? You know, and Roddenberry said to me, it was Roddenberry, and there was a director named Joe Pevney, who I had worked for in the Hitchcock. Mm. Uh, playing opposite Jimmy Kahn. I mean it's so it's peculiar. a small world isn't it yeah, it's it,
2: a it, tiny Hollywood is a big town but Hollywood's a small village that's right yeah never forget that that's right <laughs> it's,
0: it's so weird that that you know there is and he's one of the voices here who's going to make the decision as to who's going to play this continuing character, this, mm-hmm. this character. and uh, so Rod finally said oh Walter could you could you make it funny Captain, the ship is about to explode. You, know, how the <laughs> f- you do that? So I said, okay. And I said, Captain, guess what? Our <laughs> ship is about to explode. <laughs> they loved it. Funny. funny. They loved it. <laughs> they loved
2: it. You know? I hate it when they say it, but that's a good adjustment. That's yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
0: knowing that I had that that's freedom.
2: That's there, Walter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't teach that. And, and there was only one other actor who they had in to read for it.
2: That was it. You were cast off that. Yeah, in fact, in fact I was told to
0: wait outside. The other actor, who I knew, who, we, we were up for the same thing. Yeah, as, have you
2: ever dis, dis, declared who that was?
0: Yeah, but I don't, I don't I, remember, I, remember his name. Right, right. right. But uh, if I do, I'll tell you, because yeah. he was working more than I was. He was really a hot, young actor. Right. Um, in any case.
2: So that feels good. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> 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 God, I'm, I'm, down. With, I'm with my people here.
1: <laughs> I, I chewed you on not... that
2: one for a good 20 years. Let me tell you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm
0: waiting in the outer office. The young actor goes in and he reads. He doesn't come out. Nobody comes out. I didn't know that there was an exit from Gene's office, which was the in- inner office, to the corridor that everybody leaves from. Right. Nobody came out through the anteroom, you know, on so a ship must, to China. That must have played in your head. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm there, and I'm there, and I'm thinking, well, as long as I'm still here, I got a chance.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not hopeless yet. So uh, finally, uh, somebody comes out and says, "Are
2: you uh, Walter?" Kion Queening. How do you pronounce it? Did you say Koenig or Koenig? Koenig. You Kenig. You like prefer Koenig, yeah. He says, come with me.
0: So I follow him and we go to the wardrobe room. And he drops to his knees. Excuse. Puts me. his hand on my crotch. No, no shit. No shit. Oh no shit.
2: I said, what We're are straight you do? to it? Did
0: I get it? Did <laughs> I get it?
2: <laughs> I haven't
0: even signed anything yet. I said I said What? What are you doing? Uh he says, well, I've got to measure you for a costume, don't I? Uh, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you knew you got it? That's how I got the part.
2: Hilarious.
0: The, the, the wardrobe guy told me.
4: Gently cupping your nuts. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> what, what were those measurements, Walter?
1: <laughs>
4: oh, oh. So had you, had you seen... We're going
0: to make more lycra.
4: <laughs> had you seen Star Trek before in the first...
2: No. You hadn't.
0: No, well, I, I had flipped the channels and I saw the styrofoam That's rocks. right, because you
2: come in season two, don't you? So yeah. yes, it had been on. So yeah. you knew that there was a, an entity, right?
0: Yeah, but you know, you see the styrofoam rocks and you say, oh, how good could this be?
2: Right. So I keep
0: flipping, you know. He said it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did, you, did you watch uh, Spectre of the Gun?
2: Yes. Yeah. The uh, okay. uh, beautiful episode.
0: That young lady.
2: Yes. Okay. Now, we got to go back to the neighborhood playhouse. Your, your horse rustling saloon girlfriend.
0: Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we go back to the neighborhood playhouse when I'm a student there. I have no money. I'm li- literally living on like $75 a month. Jesus! Yeah, eating. Uh,
1: you were rich. Yeah, five thousand dollars today. <laughs> it's per young folk today.
0: <laughs> tuna, tuna, and salmon in, in cans. That was that, was that was the every diet. day. And uh, so I was I was, I was going to graduate, going to graduate, and I had no money. Um, we were, I was living in, a, in an apartment that I shared, which divided up twenty nine dollars a piece. On the lower,
2: mouse, yeah, lower East.
0: Lower East side, okay, between yeah. Avenue A and Avenue B. Right. In any case, I decided that I had to get some money from somewhere, just to the, once I get out of school. So I came up with this. I had a friend from my childhood, literally from nine or 10 years old, who was at that time, he was working in construction. And I said, What is it? And I, I, I called him up. I hadn't spoken to him in years. I said, What are the chances? Of a bolt falling from the construction site and hitting somebody. He says, Yeah, it could happen. And I said, Can you get me one of those? <laughs> I got an idea. And he says, <laughs> like A big one. <laughs> well, and he says, That's great. That's great. Well, there was a guy in our sc- class named Wavy Gravy. That, well, he wasn't Wavy Gravy then. Then he was Hugh. Hugh, and I'm not going to say his last name. Because if he's still alive, some nutso
2: cop is going to come looking
0: for him. We'll call him
2: Hugh Gravy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Whammy <So laughs> Gravy and Ice Cream by, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: See, well, he, he became a beat poet and became very successful in the village. Right. So at this time, though, he's, he's in the first year and I'm in the second year. So after, uh, after Chris Lloyd and Dabney Coleman and Jimmy Kahn all said no, you know, to being my
2: eyewitness. <laughs> you went to the big guns first. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they'd look oh they could they could act that. Walter? Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you now you got a wavy gravy.
0: Yeah. Well Chris Law I thought it was great, very funny, but no, oh, I'm, not, no, uh, no, no I'm not no no I'm <laughs> not And then they thought it was a goddamn stupid thing to do. You know? And um Hilarious. So I got, I got this guy. Hey, man, this is cool. You know, yeah, let's, let's do this. So he was supposed to walk behind me and see, as I stepped into the street on Avenue of the Americas and 50-something Street and see me get hit by this bolt that was supposedly coming from above, from the, from the construction mm-hmm. site. Actually, we had met my friend Peter. Because you know,
4: on the Avenue of the Americas in 50 something Street, boats often fall <laughs> from the side of a
0: building. Yes, yes, that's, whole, that's why we did it there. Well so, documented at the time. <laughs> yeah. It was a thing. <laughs> so I had a, a, a bolt, it was about an eight pound bolt, under my armpit, you know, under my sweater, or whatever the hell I was wearing, jacket maybe. And I, it, went, in, it, I went into the big Peter. Peter McGee, by the way. You were going to drop the (laughs) ball. Yes, but I I had a newspaper in my hand. And And a
2: red chiffon was going to come out of my heart. No,
0: (laughs) better, better. I had a razor blade, and I went into the bar next to the construction site, cut my lip, had the newspaper up to my face, came out. Hugh panicked. This cool, cool cat panicked and walked in front of me. So he couldn't possibly see what was happening. And I got stepped into the street, and of course I had to scream now in order for him to turn around and see me. So I, and I fell to the ground. The bolt dropped out of my jacket, and the blood is coming down my face. And then he gets up, and he says, but he do something. Just don't stand. It was the worst freaking performance oh in the history of live theater. You know, and my, my tears were for real because it was so bad. So my my brother was a was a was a uh, a resident in a hospital in the Bronx. Um, they, they 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 took me into the uh, office there at the construction site, and I called him, and and oh they they called him and said your brother has been hit by a bolt from a, from a construction from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't from heaven. So he was waiting for me with a with a, an armada of doctors and nurses, you know, when I stepped out of the cab and he came running up to me and I said, Norm, I faked it. <laughs> and he said, shit, okay, we got to go through with it. And I said, right, right. So they did the x-ray and I'm clogging where the pain is. and all. I got an attorney. You went all the way with this. I went, yeah, yeah. I got Jesus. to, I got to get some
2: money. <laughs> Let me ask you this: so, did they look at the bolt to see it had no blood on it? No, <laughs> they didn't. No, dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Did they notice that your face wasn't bruised because nothing had hit it? Well, I kept saying it hurt. Uh, it hurt. Oh my <laughs> fucking dumbasses!
0: <laughs> so did you? Did you get a result? I got a good result. I got enough money to buy a car. Oh shit. But the car was a ter- run a run But We're you know what in what the car was, was. Maybe. The car, listen to this, the car was an Anglia. You know what an oh, Anglia yeah, is?
2: Of course I do, yeah. It's a yeah. British
0: car, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Terrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you should have got <laughs> a bigger <laughs> bolt.
0: <laughs> I, it was my curse, you know, I was, my, my, my felony was, was, yeah. was, I was paid for my felony.
4: Yeah, what goes around comes around. Well, yeah, have you yeah, ever told
2: yeah. that story before? Have you, have you ever told this story before? Well, yeah, I have. As, have. as a matter of
0: fact, I was at a party about 20 years ago.
2: Who S- did you sue? The, the, the construction site? I didn't insurance? sue anybody.
0: Oh. I just said, I'm hurt, I'm
2: hurt. So who paid out? I mean, who was, the, who, who was it that paid out? U.S. Steel. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> J.P. Morgan himself. Yeah, the first kids, ladies and uh, gentlemen. <gasps> That's uh, awesome. Uh, actors. And uh, I, we will sue you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: And I bought the car, and the car was terrible. I had to carry a, a teapot with me all the time because it would overheat. I'd go over a, a bump in the road. I thought it was because
2: sh- it, it, it was a British car. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have. It, it just works you better when have I have
0: a teapot, a teapot, teapot
1: with
0: it. She <laughs> so just feels better, and, and you can drink tea at the
4: same time. It doesn't work otherwise. <laughs> uh,
2: so, uh, second season Star Trek. Uh, You'd never seen
4: it before. Before you started working, you'd no, no, not seen the first seen season. It.
2: No. Uh, what was the cast like coming in? And uh, who was there? So DeForest was there, and, uh, and obviously Jim and. and uh, uh, Bill, Shatt- right Bill Shatner
0: and, and, and Jimmy Doohan and DeForest Kelly and Michelle Nichols. George was not there. George was shooting a movie. Yes. But he was doing a movie with John Wayne called Green Berets. Was he really? And they were in overtime, they, had, they were going weeks so. over. Over that was so. so As a consequence, I got the parts that George would have gotten. Right, you know, he would have been a second year right player. So, but they and they changed them a little bit so they fit my character. Did you
2: know that you were going to do longer than that? Just that second season? Did they? I I didn't know I was going to
0: do the whole season. No, I wasn't under contract. I was on a. I was on episodic fee. Yeah, yeah. And I would. I find out at the end of the week when the new scripts would come down, and I'd look at somebody's script and I'd see that Chekhov was, was in it. So then that's how I learned. That's how you learned that, that I was, you were back in for another, another yeah, shoot.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: you were at Desilu Studios, weren't you? Uh, Paramount. Paramount. And the entrance, is my right in thinking that that entrance is on Gower there? That was the entrance to the Desilu part of Paramount at that time. Is that right? It get, was,
0: but I think we, we I guess. We, I, did we, you go we, in the we, front we, gate? We, we came in, we also came in on Melrose. I think when we were doing the right. features, we came in on Melrose. Right. But when we were doing this series, yeah, because it was like stage 31 and was right next to Mission Impossible.
2: Stage 31, right next to the TV show Mission Impossible.
0: Yes, right, yeah. yeah. Well, what did you think
4: uh, doing your first episode, having never seen it before? the tone and the the general sense of what the the show was like.
0: You know, I was mostly interested in just doing a good job, Yeah, you know, and I, uh, I wouldn't have done it if it was a, if it was, uh, the series was dedicated to the American Nazi party, you know, Mm. but uh, other
2: Um, than that, you know, <laughs> I'm up for anything. Yeah, getting paid is good. <laughs> yeah. First thing, you did a brilliant job. Yeah. Oh. I mean, really, Fantastic. Walter. I mean, uh, you know, acting has has morphed and changed and matured, and uh, but the, your performance still holds up, well, mate. Okay. I, I see that. I've looked at your work quite a lot in the last ten days, getting ready to come and sit down with you now. I got to tell you, pal. Uh, you know it's it's in your bones. Well, and, um, bless yep. your heart. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate it's, it. It's more That's than a pleasure to say so. God, yep. I
0: wish I could say the same, but I've I mean,
2: <laughs> never
0: seen the show. I've never seen Enterprise.
2: I've never seen it.
4: You're not the only one. <laughs> uh, I'm very good, and I'm the
1: captain. <laughs>
2: um but so, you're shy around women. And shy around women, <laughs> a button-down Brit. No, I know shy that's women. not true. Uh, I have stories <coughs> about you. Yeah, we won't go into that. Mm. <laughs> so we're at Desi Lu, and uh, and you. So you know you're coming back. Do you know you're coming back for a third season at, by the end of season two?
0: It was very much up in the air. Right. Uh, it it was.
2: Um, were you getting wh- to watch episodes by then? Were they airing them as you were shooting them by the time you were finishing season two, or did you have to wait? A period of time before they were up on tv for you to look at them again
0: well we started shooting i think in april
2: right april may and they were on the year by september so you so you probably you might have just caught one or two by the time you how and did you shoot an episode in a week back in those six days? days six days right and yeah. that was a, a five a monday through friday and a monday or did you work the weekend did you work saturday no, no. So Monday through Friday, and then a weekend off, and then a Monday, and then you start over again. Right. Yeah. And uh, everything, all the planets, were shot on a soundstage. Right.
0: all uh, Except for... Some things that were done at Vasquez, what rocks? Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've,
4: They've been used it for oh, years. Ever, ever. It's it's
0: every lunar
4: <laughs> surface and Mars yeah. surface, any planet. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So we had two sound stages: one with, with, with the bridge, mm-hmm. and one with, uh, with with exteriors. You know, planet. went down to the planet.
2: And what was that cast like? I mean, were you quite friendly with everyone? I know, I always, I, I, I we half. I know Bill a bit. We got quite friendly when we followed him and Leonard around on uh, Leonard's last hurrah on the convention circuit.
4: And you got another girlfriend out of that, right? Didn't
0: you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dear Leonard, may he rest in peace. (laughs) You you followed them? We followed them around. We did a seven-city tour. Uh, It was Leonard's last hurrah. He was quite invalid by the end of it, and uh, his wife was having to help him around in a wheelchair quite a bit at the end. We did seven cities, I think, didn't we? We, we did Boston and Chicago. I, we, so I remember was, Chicago. So you, you did the stuff that you do at a regular convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was just convention. You know, that's and who, when I first got to know Bill. He was starting to put together the Captains that documentary. Mm. That uh, I so, know he so, fell out with Leonard about in the end. Yeah. So
0: so who cast the two of you? I mean, who chose you two guys? Junie Larry John.
2: Johnson Ron Serma that was oh, so your well, and it then was, well yeah.
4: well they brought us in and then rick oh. rick and Brannon, rick berman and Brandon brought I, us, met, rick, I
2: met them all for a guest star on voyager that i thought i was gonna get put mm. us i rang my manager and said we're doing star trek next week never heard from them again mm. <laughs> and but they hmm. uh rick uh had got he'd, he looked at he said hey, that guy could play they were thinking about our show uh it was 18 months away you know Didn't call. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He had me in mind. He came up to me at the end of season one and said, I had your photograph on my desk for 18 months, Dominic. That's amazing. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's a a a reminder to every actor, show up at every audition, kid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because you never know.
4: I saw uh, Rick interviewed on a YouTube thing, and he was talking about the casting of Enterprise. And uh, it got to me, and um, he said some very nice things. But then he said, Connor was the only actor I chose in the entire time I was running Star Trek that the network didn't want. <laughs> he had to say it, didn't he? <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, you know, they fought for me, but it was well, like.
0: Jonathan Friggs had a bit of a problem, too.
2: You know, he did, did
0: he did like nine or ten auditions.
2: Yeah, he did. I he, did. He, he, I, did, I got, did. six. Yeah, he was close. Yeah. Wow. Look, it's the big cheese part, mate. And uh, <laughs> I was in my underwear a lot. He was. He was. Che- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to take that. All <laughs> right, the
4: so of
2: I knew you were all swingers. <laughs> Can we cut that? <laughs> oh boy.
1: Uh,
4: were you made a contract player in the third season? I was. You were.
0: I was, and a couple of the other people were not. They were dropped from the contract. They, they ended up doing the show, but of, of, the, uh, of the supporting actors, I believe I was the only one who uh, was given a contract. You know what it meant in terms of my income? About $1,000 more for the entire season. Oh,
2: wow. And you know what my so income. So I got myself a second Anglia. <laughs> <laughs> The but right. I'm a 2 teapot anglius guy now.
0: Seven this f- one's got a cozy. S- <laughs> $7.50 a week. That's a wow.
2: Seven yeah. How am I looking?
0: And, and <laughs> now, that, now that I'm a contract player, if they don't use me, they don't pay me. If a, you know, so if this part is very small in the second season, they'd have me in for a day and I get paid for the day. All right. In the third season, if they can avoid using me, then they don't pay me, and that money is saved. All right, gotcha.
2: When did you know that the show was uh, taken off, as it were, and it was, it was going to be a flyer?
0: Well, before I was on it, you know, I mean, the, there was an enormous amount of uh, activity uh, in fandom. There uh, was. During the se- after the first season, to get the show back... The, that was the first thing: was to get the show
2: back after the pilot. They didn't like the pilot. They didn't did they? like.
0: They didn't like the pilot. No. And then, um, and then, uh, what's his name? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, from what I heard, and it's and it's could be just hearsay. His his wife uh, talked him out of coming back to do a second pilot. That's what I heard. Oh. So yeah. she didn't want him to, to do
2: it. She didn't think it was up to his standards. So, um,
1: hmm.
2: whoops! Indeed. Yeah, yeah, whoops! Indeed. Uh, so, um, now let me ask you this: What other shows were there on American telly that you might have been equivalent to? Was there? Was this so strikingly brand new and and uh, innovative?
0: I didn't think of it in those terms. You know, it, it, to me, it was it was just a, a job. You know, I, and I wasn't aware.
2: Of the... Uh, what, what, what I was going to say, what about this multiracial casting bit and stuff yeah, like I, that? Was you know, that, was that evident yeah. to you as, a, as an actor? It was,
0: but it didn't, it didn't really, really ring a bell for me. It didn't no? make me... After the fact,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, said, you know, I said to people, um, you know, if I had to be identified with one series uh, on, for, for you know, four or five decades... It might as well be Star Trek because at least they had this sense about we. It takes place during a time when people of all ethnicities and cultures mm. could could get together, to live with each other. And I thought that's an admirable thing. That's something worthwhile.
2: Yeah, I, I applaud that. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're all we're both super. So uh, it, it was, proud. but
0: it wasn't even the stories so much as it was just that 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 personnel just looking at the bridge and seeing an african american yeah. woman and a japanese american yeah. man and a half human being etc so that was that was good was
2: that you <laughs> yeah <laughs> the munchkin <laughs> God I don't know it's how to tell I don't I don't know how you get oh, people that out? around here.
0: How did you find that out?
2: <laughs> Who we told can, you? Wikipedia. <laughs> I'm a subscriber. Everyone's subscribed. Wikipedia.
4: <laughs> You're welcome, Wikipedia. <laughs> and what got you canceled? Um,
0: um, evidently from what I've read over the course of all these years, is Gene had a very bad relationship with the network. Gene Roddenberry. Mm. Uh, it was very contentious and he was very determined to do things his way, which were not bad. They were not bad way. And in fact, probably in many cases it was probably the, the proper way to have things go. But a lot of these people who were executives with the, with the, with the network had been in the mail room. You know, they had graduated through reasons and, and, and through tributes and resources mm. that...
2: Cousins. You know, and, that, that, that didn't, yeah, that, that yeah. didn't
0: have anything to do with being wise in the industry.
2: Yeah. You know? Plus ça change. Mm.
0: And, and, and they would their arguments were frequently, from what I understand, were unsound. You know, mm. why we should do this, why we should not do this episode, why we should change this character. And I can believe that. You know, mm. I can believe that. That these, these ex- executives at NBC were a considerable part of the problem. So, um, and they and they they were looking for an excuse, looking for a reason not to go forward with, st- with the a- series.
2: Was it an expensive show in in, yes. in terms? Yeah, it was. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't doubt that actually.
0: A, 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 a quick plug for somebody: uh, there are a series of books called "These Are the Voyages." Mm -hmm. And they're all about Star Trek's, our series, about films, and about, I don't know if it's all five series, uh, or five different series, uh, but it's certainly about ours and several of the others, uh, explaining the machinations of uh, doing the show and what transpired between uh, the staff of the show and the staff at NBC and how all of that, you know, was it was a great deal of um, uh, the dynamic in that was was could be very very coarse and, mm. and very. Um,
2: it's ego. It's always ego, mate. Yeah. It's uh, it's always what screws everything up. Is uh, you know, but well, I've got to say something about it. You know. Right. So I know c- cancellation is still pretty fresh for, for Connor and I. <laughs> 20 how did years that later? Work? How, did,
4: uh, how did that work? Oh, uh, it, it was coming.
2: It was. Uh, now, uh, the reason I... Uh, we knew, we shot about six or seven episodes uh, in, the, in the full knowledge that this was it. Did you shoot a bunch of episodes at the end of season four uh, knowing that you were all going to... This was it for the show? We didn't have a season four. We only was had... Three seasons. Sorry, season three. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, what happened, one of the moments that I really remember and was probably imprinted forever is uh, Jimmy Jimmy George and I were doing a magazine layout uh, with horses. I mean, Star Trek and horses, you know, that's for the girls. <laughs> As, you know,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what did Horse Monthly think of Star Trek? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: the reason... The re- <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so what, what do you mean you're doing a shoot with horses? So
0: it's for the kids, you know, and um, we were on our mounts and somebody came over and we, 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 the photographer was close by and um, ready to shoot and said, uh, there's been a switch in your schedule. We were scheduled to... To perform the third season at eight o'clock on Monday, Mm -hmm. which is a great time, Mm -hmm. particularly for my character. It's all the little kids, you know, they're all still up at eight o'clock. Yeah. Not 10 o'clock Friday. And that's what we were switched to. Laughing.
2: That was the beginning, the thin end of the wedge, as it were, when you got pushed to 10. See, what
0: happened was that Laughing came in with Goldie Hawn and all those folks, and uh, they they were a mid season. Uh, replacement right. the prior season and they had done so well that they gave them our spot and we took theirs. Right, swapped. Yeah. Right. So Friday at ten o'clock, we all knew. The only person who 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 was convinced that we would go for a fourth season was Jimmy. I I don't know what that means, um, but he he felt that we would go for a fourth season. But nobody, else, everybody else knew. We were done.
2: He was a lovely man, wasn't he? I met him at my first convention, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Joe, yeah, yeah, he was a great was guy. Still still around in those days. Um uh, what I? I had a question on my mind just now. Uh, so you are lucky So you you did shoot some episodes knowing that you were gonna be cancelled, or it was just the you sh- you'd, you'd finish season three, and it was the rescheduling of the time slot, and you knew, oh, we're not coming back now. That yeah, was it? What kind of numbers were you getting back in those days that were you know? No, what sort
1: of They actually numbers?
2: they weren't
0: as bad as NBC said they were. We were generally running second in our time slot. Mm-hmm. Is um, that tens
2: of millions or in those days? Oh, know? Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I think really, so. You know, Everyone had to. That's well, all there
4: was. That's all there was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we had a similar experience too when we realized that, you know, our show was on in the, uh, the beginning stages of DVR of of recording, and they didn't count when our show was recorded. Right. That's so true. there was a whole host yeah. of households that were watching our show. That's when DVR and first came out, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That that it didn't
0: count. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah. Oh, that's a.
2: We were always a ginger-headed stepchild of <laughs> UPN's <laughs> flagship showing, <Yeah.
4: laughs> I'm afraid. Uh, they had forgotten what they were doing, and they were, they were going in different directions all over the place. I mean, we got actually, we would be, during baseball season, we would be preempt, you know, we would, our show wouldn't air because of, you know, it didn't air in St. Louis, where
2: Scott's from. It didn't air in Texas on Friday nights because they were showing high school football. I kid you not.
0: Oh well, I don't yeah. doubt that. Yeah. Friday night uh, high school football in yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, it's a religion. Yeah, it is. A yeah. Religion. I've since really got into it. <laughs> <Do> you know. <laughs> uh, so after you finish the show, uh, that's what nineteen sixty nine or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So do you remember? So the when you how how many years? It's it's a good twenty, well 15, 16, 17 years till you come back and shoot the first movie, isn't it? No, no. How many years is it? About ten. Ten years. So yeah, okay. Uh, what were you? Uh, do you remember your? Okay, when was the first convention in that? In, were you doing conventions while you were shooting the show, or did you? Did no. you? Was it? So they got going in that interim period.
0: Yeah. Right? What, what happened was, you know, it was like a centrifugal force or something, where the fans and their enthusiasm
2: just generated more interest and more interest. And, uh, Do you remember how that showed up in your life initially, as it were? I mean, how did you get wind of it? Because we didn't have any of the usual social media that we would understand today. What was the? How did we, how did, I, I, how did I, agents I, know that oh, this show's got some legs here?
0: Oh, I don't know if the agents ever knew. Oh, you right. know, I, I I my my sense was that we had a very large fan base that wasn't being totally. Acknowledged, you know, by the network, and that it was more in, and more uh,
2: underground. And
0: well, it was very. In, there was a lot of enthusiasm that wasn't registering. Right. Yeah. Um,
2: did you get fan mail? Uh, I, got an I got an enormous amount of fan mail.
0: I did. In fact, well, yeah, I got I got an enormous amount of fan mail. He was going to say.
2: He was going to tell me about one of them. <laughs> no,
1: I, was, I
0: saw it. <laughs> no, I was going to tell you wh- 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 how how um, plentiful my mail was uh, uh, opposed to other actors. Other
2: actors on the show,
0: no kidding. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm not going to do
2: that. You were a good-looking good man, Walter. <laughs> you are a good-looking man. Uh, so let's talk about the first convention. Uh, where where was that? Do you remember?
0: Yeah, it was in L.A. I think it was at the airport. And uh, there was no money involved. In the at ride. a
2: hotel near the airport. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Right.
0: And they had a costume parade. All right. And the costume parade was where we were eating and uh, people came in all sorts of costumes. And one young lady came in a no costume.
2: Literally? Just,
0: just literally. Virtually? Yeah. She walked down the middle aisle. Was she
2: green or not even, didn't bother with No, it, no, 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 no. Just son's costume.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: just. And she was okay. You know, she, she handled it very well. She was just totally naked. We've been happily married for 45
4: <laughs> years. Uh, how many people were there?
0: I'd say a thousand, maybe oh. more, maybe more. What What do you think
4: caused the rapid rise in numbers of people attending conventions? I mean, they're, you know, it, it's dissipated. Legal pot. That's <laughs> only a couple years old, but I mean, <laughs> I, I just, I, you, know, you hadn't put a movie out yet. No. and. Um, then this sort of subculture comes out and starts conventions. And then it starts to, doesn't it frankly explode?
0: Pretty much. And I think initially the the motivation for conventions was to get Star Trek back on the air. Yes. Make make sure. So the people who would come were really diehard fans who really loved it. Why? I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, I like science fiction. I don't love it. But I, I I like it. I think, you know, there's some things that are... Close Encounters will always be one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but so people came for that reason, to you know, to, to form a a force to make the network take heed and alert them to, to the very substantial and growing crowd of fans yeah, that were out the there. Yeah, the
2: burgeoning support. And then Star Wars happens, of course. Yeah, well, and-
0: well actually, Star Wars happened... Star Wars was, was, was responsible for our making that first movie.
2: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There, was a, there were headless chicken moments at all the studios going, what are we going to do? Where do we get one of those? And, 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 uh,
0: and, at, and at Paramount, we're... Yeah. Do we have
2: anything? Don't we have that? Don't we own something <laughs> like that? Oh, yeah. So that uh, thing. <laughs> when did that, What was that phone call when that phone call came through? It, well, do, you, do you guys want to come back and yeah. make a movie?
0: Except... And there's a big except here. It didn't happen when they they said it was going to happen. Initially, about 19... I'm guessing now, but I'd say... We we were canceled in the spring of 1969. Around 1974, Gene called and said, everybody get back into shape. We're going to make a new series. And, um,
2: how fat were you? <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. You've and, always been trim, haven't you? Well,
0: well, I remember going in and the wardrobe, same guys, <laughs> the
1: Oh, <laughs> um, just waiting for you guys to come
4: back.
2: Yeah, um, cuff to the left.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: that's Walter.
0: <laughs> um, uh, Is it? So we came in. We, we had a costume fitting. I was told that I was the only one who was really in, you know. The same shape. The, the same size as uh, I was. Yeah. Honest to God, I got home. Ring. Yes, uh, this is Paramount. I'm calling to tell you that there's been a change of plans. We are not going forward with the Star Trek television series. The same day, the same afternoon.
2: So just like Suck that. Fuck this w- business, man. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's head, it bows your head, doesn't it? So, a few years go by,
0: all, this stuff is all happening behind closed doors. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if, you know, as far as I know, it's a dead issue. And uh, then they decide they're going to do a low-budget feature.
2: A low-budget feature. With your cast or another, another? With
0: some of us. Not all of
2: us. Just... Uh, so they're just dipping their toe a bit in this...
0: Bill, Leonard, and The Forest. right. And then, right. and then, Star Wars is so successful, massive, that they rethink it right. and they look at it again, and then they, then they ask all of us to be in, it. and um, we. It's a curious situation. Contract, contract-wise, was the only movie where we had a a number of weeks. Where it was the defi- number of weeks we were each going to work was defined.
2: Right. So if you for were- a fee or for was it by the week as it were? Was it no? Was it it, was, a set it fee? was
0: it was uh, it was a, 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 a fee. A fee, right? And if you went over, yeah. then they had to pay
2: you more. So if and, they went past the, the amount of co- weeks that they said right. were saying you were going to work, they would pay you what you would call. Uh, adage over time. Yeah, so we it.
0: were. I was. I. I'm sure George and Michelle got the same deal. We were. We were like offered six weeks' work. Right. At so, you know for this amount of money, yeah. we went eleven weeks. Uh, we buy so you a couple right. new couches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a.
2: I got a driveway full of them. <laughs> anglers right. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: Love that car. In fact, do you want one. I love that car. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So after that, after that, they changed the, the the contracts for for two through six, and it was um, uh, we were we were contracted for run of the movie. Yeah,
2: and, and they spent some money on that film. I mean, well, that wasn't See, a small. big It was budget. supposed to
0: be about thirty five million,
2: right? And it was eighty. Yeah, that was a big budget back then. What year was that? Eighty. 79, 79, 80. 79, yeah.
0: Well, it was a big budget, not on purpose. I mean, it was. It, it wasn't, went over. It, yeah, it wasn't reflected in what you see on the screen. Oh, shit. As much it, we just, we had it. We had a um, special effects company that didn't deliver what they promised, right. and they had to be replaced halfway through the film. Oh,
1: that's they that's were expensive. up there
0: working and working and getting these shots, and they
2: weren't any good. They they didn't work. They just there. looked like crap, didn't they? Yeah i guess the technology back then was pretty yeah. hit and miss but yeah uh did you know after the first movie that that you were likely going to do a slew of them or was it
0: no. uh no as a matter of fact i owe john Povel, who's one of our associate producers mm-hmm. 50 bucks and i've owed it to him since <laughs> 1970 is he still with us Yes, he is. he is. God, and I haven't forgotten, John. I swear to God, if you show up at my door, I give it to you.
2: Because I was convinced. But, you know, that... I'm going to see him this afternoon <laughs> later
1: on. Yeah. yeah,
0: I, I, you know, we we mm. we, we all flew to Washington, Washington, see, for the premiere, and we all came in limos in the red carpet and the tuxedos, mm. and the movie played, and it was pretty bad. You know, it was just. You could never convince me that this was, a, you know, a, a good, a riveting film. film. Right. And I remember standing up and Livingston, Hal Livingston, I think, I'm not sure about his first name, he was one of the producers on the film and, and contributed to the writing. He was sitting in front of me and he turned, stood up and we both looked, turned and looked at each other and we went...
2: <laughs> ah. And we've been in a couple of those. Yep.
0: <laughs> and we were I was positive that was it. We were never gonna do another one. You know, I was sure we would never do another one. And the reviews were dreadful. Were they
2: gone? Were they garish? Oh, yeah, right. I the, I the
0: Washington Papers was what I first saw. And I gotta tell you that I get down on my knees and I thank the Lord that one of the reviews didn't mention me at all. <laughs>
4: I'm clear. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's in the bathroom. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> because everybody uh, else got, they, uh, these were actors who should be on TV, not making movies. They were over the hill. They were, you know, way beyond their, their abilities. Prime and abilities,
2: right? Yeah. Uh, I was saying that to Connor God, I mean, I think when that movie did get made, I did think of you all as old men, and I'm like, God, I give my hind teeth to be 50 right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Right now. Um, so how, how soon after the first one did you come back for the second film? Was it a couple of years or more? It was only about...
0: It was only a couple of years. And I, and I was really surprised. Well yeah. Because they saw... The, somebody had some insight. And they saw the possibility. Despite the fact... We, the movie did well enough, despite the fact that it wasn't terribly riveting, terribly good, right. to warrant the second movie... And you know, if it could be done better, if it could be more successful, like the Star Wars movies, yes. then it might be worthwhile to well, continue. They must
2: have been aware by now of this, you know, diehard core level of just adoration for your cast, that show uh, that was out there, ready to be, you know, tapped and um, yeah, yeah, know, and built upon. Uh, well, I think we might want to go into questions. Oh yes, we got we got some fan questions.
3: Okay, I have the first question for you. Are there any fans uh, in your life that you've built a friendship with over the years? And that's from Margit uh, via Patreon.
0: Um, yeah, f- for, for periods of time, you know. I mean, it's a whole life has gone by, you know. I, I was 31 and now I'm 86, you know. Friendships that have nothing to do with fandom don't la- last, you know, 50 years, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. so uh, there were people uh, uh, during the course of this whole um, uh, experience that that I, I maintained friendships with for for years.
2: You were thirty one when you started the original 30, show. Yeah, you look like a younger man actually. Yeah, I was, I was supposed to be twenty two. Yeah, you certainly look it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another question, darling Erica.
3: Okay, uh, this is from Nancy Congdon uh, via Patreon. Have you done Shakespeare? If so, what is your favorite role?
0: Well, I've, I've done um, Antony and Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. I did that with Timothy Dalton. Mm. And... Um, Which one were you? I played Pompey. Mm. Uh, they wanted to give me uh, Caesar uh, to play. It was it, was,
2: was that it a stage production? Or?
0: Well, it was shot like a stage production, right. but it was shot. Right. And it was Encyclopedia Britannica was the sponsor of it. In it were uh, Redgrave. Oh, Ressa. Lynn. Lynn,
2: Lynn, right. Lynn Redgrave. Rest in peace.
0: And uh, also the guy who was the lead on General Hospital.
2: That I wouldn't know. Yeah, he was
0: in in the original series. Um, Anyway, they asked me if I wanted to do Caesar. And I said, "It would
2: been a great season."
0: It's so freaking long, you know. There's so mm. much dialogue, and for you know, for one p- performance, I mean, we were going to shoot it proscenium,
2: yeah, pretty much. So you can't have a you can't have a prompter. You got to learn it, and yeah. Like, <sighs> can I you imagine I prom-
4: prompting Shakespeare? Yeah, it's like, well, nope. <laughs> yeah,
0: Timothy for, one Do-
2: per- t- for one performance, that's a lot. Y- isn't yeah. It?
0: Timothy Dalton said to me, and we were sitting there. You know, he he has a a distinct distinguishable English accent. Yes. And they wanted us to be Mid Atlantic.
2: Uh, have you ever heard
0: of that expression? Know, yeah. Oh,
2: are you kidding me! It drives me nuts. Oh, you so know, when they want they they honestly, you know, what is a Mid Atlantic accent? I mean, it's a 1940s yes, you know, darling, British than, light, yeah, British light. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. A bit, it's, it's Catherine Hepburn yeah, uh, it's on Pitty a couple Davis. of Martinez. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he said to me,
2: I have more f***ing notes than I have <laughs> 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 James Bond, I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> probably, oh. probably the worst. And, of course, you played Quince in uh, uh, Midsummer Nights. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the that's the other one and so I, I think, think I, I remember when we sound checked at the beginning of this you knew the first uh, speech from Richard the Third. so yes yeah, yeah,
0: that was that was an audition piece All right yeah I, I memorized that for the purpose and of you it.
2: still remember it after
0: I know it's movie. very weird no, that's <laughs> I,
2: it's impressive mate it really is very good is this a dagger I see before me Handle toward my hand. Come, let me clap. (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) I should never have quoted that. Not in in a fucking theater. Thank you. Oh, I gotta hang on. We gotta do something. Wait a sec. (sighs) Sorry, that's for Tracy in Oregon. (laughs) Uh, If you quote the Scottish play in a theater, you better watch.
4: (laughs) Oh, bloody hell, mate. Who's got a salt shaker? Who's got a salt shaker? All right, what else we got? All right, we're
1: all good.
2: <laughs> all right, another question.
3: All right. This is from Simon Ingram uh, via Facebook. And there's asking you guys, uh, Khan and Dom, can you ask Dom or Khan, can you ask Walter about Babylon 5 too?
2: Yeah, we haven't talked about Babylon 5. Let's get into a bit of that. So, uh, did you join? Were you were at the beginning or did you join that cast?
0: No, I, I joined it. It was. Uh, I I did uh, I did episodes each year, but I only did twelve altogether. But each year I I did, and they you know I went from one to two to four to four. What
2: so, was the part?
0: It's a good part. It yeah. was really a good part. It was so much more. You know, I talked about that the Star Trek role was really just there to, to promote the story. You know. Kept in, There's something strange out there. I don't know what it is. Well, let me tell you. you know, that that was Star Trek. I'm right there. I tell you. <laughs> every, every
2: time it gets me.
0: <laughs> on 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 Babylon Five, I'd have dialogue that was you know intrinsic to character mm. and was 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 uh, also revelatory in terms of what the, what the story was about. So. Uh, and I was treated very well. Everybody, oh, sure. everybody was good. Every and all the actors, the execs. Every, I mean, it was a, a, just a terrific experience. I I love being able to you know to to crow about the the, the good things, the good things. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've been known to bitch you know when things have gone bad, <laughs> or, or to try to make a joke out of it, like Sid Pollock telling me I'll never get the girl. You're right. right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so B five was. Was a lot of fun. Um, one interesting, one one tiny in, uh, thing that happened. Um, Jay Michael Straczynski was the creator producer, um, and I had known him through Harlan, and uh, we didn't. I didn't know him well, uh, but he asked me to. He he had taken over a radio science sci-fi radio show called Hour Twenty Five, and uh, he had uh, Judy, my wife, and I on the show. Uh, reading a two-character script that he had written for Twilight Zone. Bef- you know, he is, had been a, on staff at Twilight Zone.
2: Uh, how many years? You did three, four years of Babylon? Five. Five years, that's a good run, man.
0: Yeah, well, as I say, it was just, you know... But each, each time I was on, it was r- really satisfying. It was, was a rewarding experience. And, Jim, and what, oh, what was the... I know what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. um, the first year... They, they did a pilot for Babylon 5. And the guy who played the captain, uh, the distributors didn't like his work. This is the pilot. And they didn't want to go forward with him as the captain. And J. Michael Straczynski called me and said, would you do a scene with our captain? Because the distributors won't go forward and do the series unless he shows that he's tougher, uh, sharper Guy, so they rented a a loft. They brought in a cameraman and a sound man and a couple of lights, and I played opposite
2: him. Just as a sort of audition piece, as it yeah. were, for him to for them to show that he had some juice.
0: Yes, oh nice, yeah, yeah. Good,
2: that's very sweet of you.
0: And no, it was fun. You know, I got to really put him down. You know, I mean, and he just got pissed and more pissed and angrier and angrier. And he was really. You can't he was, let him have it. Yeah, and 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 he was raving, you know. And they they went, and you know that was his audition piece to do the series. Wow. So he did the first year, but he had a lot of problems. Uh, they've been discussed, but I'm, I don't want to go into them now. But he did not come back from the second year.
2: Uh, we have another question
3: from yeah we have one more. Uh, this is from Steph via our website. Uh, I want to know what inspired Walter to create. Uh, Enoch, when he wrote the script for land of the lost
0: yeah now that's an interesting situation you know the i knew the uh the story editor um i had i had written one of the star trek animated episodes mm. and
2: um just now the, the, the these new uh, no back in the day oh the back oh, back in the day ones yes yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and um so he called me in and he told me what this land of the lost was. It's a live action show. Can silence convey a sense of dissatisfaction? <laughs> let's let's just say there's a huge <laughs> silence here as, as as to the show itself. But um I don't I don't remember. I just tried to come up with something that hadn't been done a lot, you know. I wasn't a seasoned sci-fi writer or running that kind of stuff. So I came to it with, with my own approach. And uh, I don't exactly remember what it was that I had, but this ha- the character was supposedly from another time. But I, I led the audience to believe it was from the future and it was really from the past or the other way around. Mm. And, and that, was part of the, uh, that was part of the story. And it turned out to be one of their most successful episodes. I never knew this. I never knew that once I had finished writing it, that that was it, and I was done. I love ah. it. All
2: these people who turn around and tell you it's crap, <laughs> and then it turns so, out to be a gold mine. I loved that show. As a kid, <laughs> I loved
0: Land
4: of the Lost.
2: Yeah, I saw yes, you. I, I watched a bit of Land ah. of the Lost, yeah.
0: Jeez. Yeah. Guys, do my, I, I'm going to leave now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Walter... Well, so, uh, on that note, mate, I think uh, we've taken up way too much of your time, but it's been just a joy to sit down with you like this after really all has. these years of yeah. of knowing you, uh, you know, knowing you but not like this at the cons, but uh, now when we see each other again, it's going to be a a, well, it, a no. new day. And I'm telling that story about the bolt. <laughs> okay, who knows it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you, mate. Yeah, thank you. Um, and,
4: you know, it's it's so nice to be able to, you know, ride along with the journey as you remember it. It's, it's a real yeah. honor to be able to sit here and do that with
2: you. You know, I mean, for the three of us, you know, at the time we represented the first and last of Star Trek, as it yeah, were, yeah. of an era of Paramount's, you know, production of that uh, yeah. that title. And, uh, yeah, God bless, man. Yeah. Guys. Yeah, uh, it really yeah. is fantastic. Really yeah. fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, Treks and Trekkers,
1: suck it up.
2: (laughs) (laughs)